Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Football Friday with Joey Harrington. This will be our second to last Football Friday. Did you know that? Hot Pro Bowl talk, I hope. Yeah, Pro Bowl. Break it down. Wait, Go. Okay, we, okay, okay. This, this always gets me. You, you do this every year. You say this, this the last yeah. or the second to last. But you say Football Friday. But yeah. right. I, I think of it like the last show of the year. But no, then we just no. switch to like story time and random garbage. Correct. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Exactly. So kind of like the content of the show for the re- for you like during the rest of the week. Correct. When I'm not on. Right? That's right. Gotcha. It's the same thing. It's yeah. just branded differently. It's like when they run a sale and it's not really a sale, but we have to call it that. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's just a repackaging. Keep it fresh and, and exciting. Oftentimes football gets in the way, you know. Football gets in the way of fun. That's kind yeah. of why I retired. <laughs> yeah. Right. I retired because I wasn't any good and no one wanted me to play anymore. But Well, that was in the script, though. That was scripted. When you uh, got the script, ah. were you upset that you didn't have more success in Detroit? Well, you know, um, sometimes you just have to take one for the team. Yeah. And and say, you know what? I am doing this for the overall financial value of the Cowboys and Bears organizations because really, you know, Jerry Jones does not have enough money. Um, so yeah, I, I was happy to do that. It was, you know, it was for the kids. It's called team player right there. Script mm-hmm. propping up the organization. Yep. Can you believe people think that? <laughs> I mean, I, I somewhat half heard. I, I, I didn't even. It was so asinine that I didn't even follow up to read it. Did Arian Fox? Did he really actually say <laughs> no, that, no, or they, was it like some joke? Yeah, it was a tro- joke. They were trolling. Oh, okay. They were like, they were like, look how dumb people are. Like, we're gonna say this, and they said it, like on the podcast. They're like, you know, they, they told people, hey, this is a joke. Said it anyways. The clip like circulates around, and of course, you know, the people that believe that it was scripted you know bought into it like oh absolutely and then a bunch of nfl players current players caught on to it and they started they started chiming in too being like yeah yeah like when i got my script and and before you know it you know there's a bunch of morons out there that actually believe you know that believe that uh you gotta love morons i don't think you do (laughs) well the world's the world's full of them now and unfortunately with the information that's so readily available that's the problem is it's like we've never been <clears throat> more information has never been available and you would think that would make you smarter and in actuality I think it kind of makes you dumber. Hmm. I I concur 100%. Well you don't have to know anything anymore. It used to be you would have to s- seek out information. You'd have to seek it out. 
and and learn yeah, something. Well, and, you, and you had to rely on somebody who was an expert, yeah. right? Who actually was an expert. Like, hey, I have a PhD in X, or I've spent 20 years studying X. Now you can just say, well, you know, I read on the internet, yeah. and therefore I know as much as you do. Yes. Yeah, that's true. 100% is that we have now taken experts, and we don't want to believe them. I have a buddy of mine that's a doctor, and he said it's the most infuriating thing in the world that he has people come into his office and tell them what is wrong with them. And he's like, well, no, that's not what's wrong with you. And they're like, yes, it is. I read blah, 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 or I know so-and-so. And he's like, well, here's some test results. Or this is why cool. you go do you, yeah. you know, and, and call me when you're dead. And people will <laughs> dig in their heels and just say, that's not what's wrong with me. And, you know, right. screw medical school and all that. It's like, hey, man, I, I, I read on WebMD. Following the life and times of Joey Harrington on social media, were you playing piano at a signing day function? I, uh, I hosted the... Oregon football signing day event on on Wednesday evening. I did, and part of that. So it was uh, signing night live, right? Uh, our own version of SNL. Okay. And as part of that, I uh, I had to write and um, perform a monologue. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, improv. Style. Oh yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I. You know, I think it went over pretty well. I'm. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to say, hey, I killed it. But um, I, 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 I was happy with the, the way the performance went. How long was it? I'm going to guess five, five, ten minutes, okay. maybe. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit of a, you know, I won't say stand-up, but, a, you know, a few off-the-cuff kind of stuff, a little bit of scripted stuff. And then there was a, a video of Rob Mullins, which was hilarious, and he did a fantastic job, and and then we kind of transitioned into, boy, that was just really inspiring. I wish there was a piano around because I just want to sing a song. And bing, there goes the spotlight, and, you know, <laughs> off we go. That's amazing. Do you get nervous for stuff like that? Not anymore. It's actually kind of fun. Um, because I've got – here's the thing. I've gotten beyond the, the point where I worry about what people think. Right. And, That's a and, key. And, and, and honestly, like – that is the key. It's the irony of this whole thing is in order to relax and be yourself and do well, you have to be able to make fun of yourself a little bit and not worry about what people think of you. Right. But if you're worried about what people think, then you're tight and you're, and, and you, and you, you're, what's the word? You're, you're not funny. Um, it's, it's, it's the same as, as playing is, was my playing career. Right. It was like, you know, I went in there in, in Detroit and I remember having this, um, this conversation with, you know, I don't know. I don't think he was a, yeah, I guess you'd call him a therapist, sports psychologist, um, where it was like, look, I'm, I'm trying so hard to play well for you that I'm just so t- uptight that, that, that it affects my performance. And it wasn't until I stopped actually caring what you thought about me. And I say you teammates, fans, the city of Detroit. It wasn't until I actually stopped caring about that. until I, did I start playing well, right? Once I was able to let go of that tension, let go of that, that, that care well then i was actually able to play well and by that time everybody hated me and so i just got traded anyway so you know that, that's that's kind of how it goes so a little late but yes uh not caring what people think unlocks a lot of things in the world well, I, I relate to that just like what you were talking about playing and that i always 
I always played really well against backups, and I even played well against like marginal starters, and those guys never worried me. But when I played against like pro bowlers or, you know, guys that were really good, I would get so nervous. I would do stuff that was the like that I would never in my right mind do. Like I would like I you'd be watching film and they're like, why did you do that? You're like, oh. Like, nothing in there is, like, in any sort of technique that I've ever learned, that I've ever known. And you would think that when you played against much better people, you would be more technical, right? That you would go to what you know works. No, no, I went to some Johnny High School crap that I would never do in a million years, and it was because I would get nervous. In my mind, I'd look across and be like, well, that's, you know, that's Warren Sapp. You know, that's Dana Stubblefield. And... I'm like, well, what? And then next thing you know, you're just your head is planted squarely in your cheeks. That the, the mental side of things and being able to relax is such an underappreciated component of trying to play at a high level. And I love when when people say, you know, oh, I could have done that, or why didn't he do that? Right? Okay, so l- let me put. 20 pounds of gear on you, eliminate, significantly hamper your sight lines, then put a 350-pound human across from you who can literally, and I've watched Sean Rogers at 350 (laughs) catch an alley-oop and throw down a reverse dunk, who is one of the best athletes that you've ever met, who is going to physically harm you, and now I want you to perform using these these mental tech you know these men, these things that you have learned and i want you to recall them in a span of about <laughs> 2.1 seconds go oh too late you're injured yeah but on that note shouldn't joseph Asai, uh <laughs> shouldn't he just be able to pull up i mean yeah. why'd you touch yeah. the quarterback that was ridiculous yeah. come on yeah no it it was and and it was just that is that is literally one of those moments where you just you brain fart, yeah. you know, like you, and and of course you 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 have to fault him, like there like you you it is his fault he did it, and I, and I say that because you can't fault a guy for his effort, right? Like if it was, And I know I'm sitting here and saying this removed, having no no, nothing vest, no vested interest in this game, and feeling sorry for the kid because I I know how how much it meant to him. So this is this is different than you know I I say you have to feel sorry for him, and then I think well I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people in Cincinnati who don't feel sorry for him. Um, Yeah, you got to pull up. You you have to. You you can't touch him. And there's there is no. You know, back to the old scripted thing. Um, you know, there was no conspiracy. There was no referee screwing that one up. He was a full two steps out of bounds, and you pushed him. Um, and and those are the kind of mistakes, literally the kind of mistakes that coaches talk about in pregame, postgame interviews. Like that's that's the one penalty. That's the one turnover. That's the one, like, because that's the difference in the NFL and why there are so many one possession games. Like, you don't see blowouts in the NFL like you do in college football, right? There are the haves and the have nots in, in, in college football. When, in the NFL, everybody is a have, right? So it is truly that one brain fart, that one interception, that one mistake that determines the outcome of the game. And unfortunately, that was, 
that was it. Well, and you think about, like, you know, so the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. I mean, had that not happened, it probably goes to overtime 99%, right? right? But, like, let's say they lose that game, but then you go back and you look at D4 jumping off sides, and Kansas City doesn't go to a Super Bowl, and Tom Brady does. And, you know, it's why I say winning Super Bowls are saying, hey, this guy's going to win three or four, or this guy's going to win. There's just so many weird little components that go into even getting to a Super Bowl let alone winning one that just goes to show you how free, even with a guy as, as talented as Mahomes or, and as good as the Chiefs are, just how truly difficult it is to get there. I mean, even the, the, the Bills game last year would have 17 seconds, right? It's mm-hmm. just there's a million little things to go into the getting that, and which is why when you get there, appreciate it because there is zero guarantee, no matter how good you are, that you're going to get back. Because next time yeah. it may be your guy shoving someone out of bounds, and you as a quarterback had nothing to do with that. Well, when I get well, there, the unfortunate part. Well, you know, you, well, when you get there, tell me, tell me yeah. what it's like because you know I never even saw the playoffs. I will but appreciate. The unfortunate it. thing is, is Asai, what people don't see or don't go, don't bother to go back and see is he literally made the play, the the, the two previous plays. Yeah, like he was yeah. the one that put him into third down on that. Like, had had. Uh, a, a beautiful tackle in the back uh, in the backfield, and then as as Patrick Mahomes was stepping up, he was the one to 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 get in. Like the things that he did throughout the course of the game to even put his team in that position, and the things that he did specifically on that drive to to put the team in that position. I mean, he, he played so well. Other than that one that one mistake, and that's that's the unfortunate part. On the other side, if you uh, if you had hung around a little bit in the NFL a little longer, maybe you in, in and you were in San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. you would have had a shot at a Super Bowl there. It started. All I would have had to do is hold on for another you know a good twenty two yeah. years, <laughs> um, and I could have been the start of that. <sighs> have you ever like, seen a quarterback situation that bad? No, no, I haven't. It's 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 beyond ridiculous. And and my obviously, you're so frustrated for for Brock as a as a as a person, right? Like how like he was literally staring the opportunity of a lifetime in the face, and to have something like that happen is is beyond cruel. But from a personal like you know fan perspective. I was disappointed I didn't get to see the game. Like, yeah, I, the totally. game that we wanted to see. Like this would have been the opportunity to see if Brock Purdy, like even with as well as he played, like, you can sit there and say Brock Purdy, and and this is fact. The Forty ers won because of Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm in many cases this year, not in spite of him, right? This was the talk when he was coming in, like, okay, like you're, you're still going to be able to win because your defense is so good and, and Kyle Shanahan's, a, you know, so brilliant. But Purdy went in and played fantastic football. This was the, this was the pressure cooker that everybody wanted to see. Like this, this would have been the opportunity for him to – look, had he gone out and beaten the Eagles – we talked about this last year, like, or, or, or talked about it in years past. I don't see how they could have put Trey Lance back in there, or taken—I should say—say say it better this way: taken Purdy out. Yeah. Right? This, he was playing so well, and I wanted to see him do it in a pressure cooker situation against the Eagles on the road. You know, with all the everything on the line, that would have been kind of one of those Tom Brady launching mm-hmm. effects for his career. But instead, he had, I mean, a major injury. Um, 
And yeah, then they had to bring the guy from University of San Diego in. I mean, God. I think I played against I think I played against Josh. <laughs> yeah, he's been around a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's well traveled. Man. Yeah. All right, let's put a pin in it and when we come back with Joey Harrington, uh we will talk about the retirement of Tom Brady, but I also want to get uh your opinion on uh, how the Ducks are doing recruiting with Landing, you hosting the uh the big event. So we'll get to those items uh when we return with our friend Joey Harrington here brought to you by Mods PDX on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington. Now, you said you hosted the Ducks recruiting event. And was that in Eugene or Portland? No, it was in Portland out at Nike. Oh, okay. Number eight ranked class. What's kind of the scuttle on what... Landing and company are doing and recruiting. It looks like a lot of defense. It it, it is, um, and and I'm I would be lying to you if I if I told you I was able to go player by player and you know tell you their stats and what they bring bring to the table, right? Because I think we've talked about I don't I don't care about recruiting, right? or I should say I don't care about um, hyping up seventeen year old kids. And, and filling their head with nonsense, right? Once they get onto Odson, once they, you know, move away from mom and doing, you know, someone doing their laundry and, you know, start to figure things out, then, you know, let's let's have a conversation. But here's what I'll say about about Dan Lanning and and that whole staff in recruiting. They're really, really good at it because they care. Because there's a connection because they understand the value of it. And it's not just the <clears throat> it's not just the immediate or I should say the the high school kids coming out who are who are signing that letters of intent. But it's also building relationships through this recruiting process so that a guy like Birch from from South Carolina mm-hmm. who Dan, you know, recruited at Georgia, he still has a good relationship with him, right? Like when when you're a when you are being recruited, uh, at least, you know, when I was being recruited, you could tell the guys who were telling the truth and you could, uh, versus the guys who are just, you know, spinning up a story to get you to, to, to get you to hop on a plane and, and come to their school. Right. You could, you could tell the guys who, who were the phonies. Dan Lanning is not a phony. Dan, like there is, there's a genuineness to to interacting with him and that helps with immediate recruiting that helps with sitting in a in a parent's living room and saying i'm going to take care of your kids and that also helps down the road with this new transfer portal to say you know that 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 player who may have gone somewhere else and said hey you know what this wasn't the right decision i want to go i want to go back and and do this again (laughs) hey i remember getting recruited by dan lanning i i appreciated him I respected him. Uh, he was honest with me. 
and now you're back in the in the driver's seat for that 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 player who's gonna who's potentially gonna transfer. Like that was what I got out of the recruiting event. Is that, and and I was I was a bit surprised. Like the the room was filled with Marcus Hironis, Sabrina, um, you know, God, uh, Jeff Schwartz. Jeremiah uh, Johnson, Den- uh, Dennis Dixon, like you literally, uh, you know, all of the best, <clears throat> D'Anthony, like all, all these guys, all the, you know, Verone McKinley, Javon Holland, Kayvon Thibodeau, like all of the players came back for this because they're part of a family, right? They're part of something that's, that they understand is bigger than themselves and they enjoy being part of that family. And to see how Dan has just, so seamlessly fit in and embraced it and, 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 and I don't want to say pitched that to the recruits, but like opened that up, opened that door to them. Um, there's nothing phony about him. And, and that's, that's why I feel so good about this class that he's bringing in is because he's bringing in the right type of people. And yeah, they got to be talented people. And, and, you know, awesome that it's the number eight recruiting class and you know and you know in the country you know i i would say i think we had this conversation a couple times before with with mario's classes weren't were a couple of mario's classes in the top 10 like i i i'm hesitant to really buy in and say like oh my gosh you know this is the greatest thing since sliced bread but what i will say is that the guy who is doing it is doing it the right way and is doing it in a way that is sustainable and is in the best interest of this, this program and this university. And, and you got to love him for it. I mean, all the coaches that we've interacted with at Oregon over the years, you know, and, and Bilotti was, you know, kind of obviously the gold standards there forever, but then into chip and Helfrich and, you know, you, you go on down the list and I wouldn't say anyone, well, maybe Willie kind of had a little rub me the wrong way, but Lanning is by far, the most engaging and personable, personable. and mm-hmm. easily liked. I mean, Helfrich yep. was a super nice guy, but he wasn't a big personality. Lanning gets you. I mean, the first, you know, two or three times you talk to him, you just kind of get the sense that he's one of those guys that you you want to be around, that people want to have conversations with. There is a, there is a, uh, and they're all good recruiters, but he, he does, he does come across a bit different, at least in our brief interactions. And, can you tell me why was D'Anthony Thomas wearing some sort of Native American smock? <laughs> can you, can you give me the lowdown on that. Okay, so here's what I'll say. <clears throat> I don't know D'Anthony very well, yeah. but I had an interesting conversation about his experience in the metaverse ah. and how he is working with virtual reality surgeries in the metaverse and how that is applicable to us as humans. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that's where the, yep. the shaman smock comes in. He's, <laughs> yeah, I just, I saw the photo, and there was, like, all the great Oregon running backs, and it was, like, a ridiculous group, and then I saw him, and I was like, what is uh, happening there? And I, I think I have a better understanding now of why the the hmm. uh, the holistic smock came out. I 
Uh, enough said. Hey, Un- understand. <laughs> hey, to each their own. To each their own. The guy was amazing. He's, yes. an, he's a fantastic person. But um, I don't quite, you know, I, I will say our conversation left me with more questions than answers. Yeah, I've, I've encountered people like that, and you're just like, well, they're on a different wavelength. Mm-hmm. And it's not hey, a Hey, you do you, man. Eh. You do you. <laughs> you think Tom Brady's done for good? Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. Why? Um, um, part of me, God, there's a whole, this is a whole, whole, it's a bigger conversation. Like, and, and we, we've talked about this. I, <clears throat> I don't ever like to see people's personal lives. Um, I don't say fall apart, but, um, there, it, there's a toll that football takes, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody is saying, it was saying this year, oh, what's going on with him and Mike Evans? And, you know, he can't, you know, he's missing throws. And he's, I saw a, a report a week or two ago that he, over the course of the season, he lost 15 pounds, right? That I, I've been in that situation where life is weighing on you so much that it takes a physical toll. And that's what I've been trying to say to people is like, let's not forget that when he took three weeks off during training camp, it was because his family was, was on the brink of, of divorce. You know, that that's not something that anybody takes lightly. And that's not something that anybody, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And to have that experience be the last, his last year and, and to see the toll that it took on him, I think personally, it makes me sad because he's a good person. Um, you know, our, our interactions had, you know, had always been, I mean, he didn't need to, you know, uh, Joe Schmo. I mean, he was, he's, he's the goat, but he was always so respectful. Um, and then just as a fan too, like, I know he had more in the tank. At least he could go to San Francisco had, had he not had his, you know, the, the type of year that he did with his personal issues, he would have, he would have been able to go to San Francisco. And I think he could have won another Super Bowl. I do. I genuinely believe that. And so it's tough for me as someone who has admired him as a player for so long um, to see that come to an end. You know, part of that is, you know, not my own mortality, but like, that that's he was kind of like you know with the aside aside from maybe like Mason Crosby like he was my last connection probably to to the NFL like he was the last guy where I could say hey hey kids hey Jack Emmett hey look at this picture of me getting my butt kicked by Tom Brady <laughs> yep see your your dad your dad actually did do that um, and in a weird way it's kind of like another way of of saying yeah like we're all getting older and and life is moving on and and for Tom. It never seemed to move on, but, um, you know, it, it catches up with everybody, right? You don't think there's a chance, you know, if his life, you know, changes, gets better, I don't know, he gets in a better space that he, you know, football calls again? Nah, he's not the kind of guy that's going to do it again. That's mm-hmm. not going to, I should say that's going to unretire again, right? Um you know, for all the reasons that we'll never know <clears throat> and why he retired and unretired last year, he's not the kind of guy who's going to do it. He's going to unretire a, a second time. That's, you know, he's 
he's got the next chapter that he's moving on to and and you could kind of see and i think the way that he did it this time like hey i'm i'm done you know that there were there was no it just sounded different and i think that um there was a bit of a there was a sadness um that didn't exist last time last time it was a bit more robotic yeah, i think that's right less personal Seems um right. This this time was there was a sadness to it, and I think that's maybe why I'm kind of sad is because you could sense the sadness in his video. Um, you know, the guy that has meant so much. I mean, this truly. I, I mean, you can have a conversation, you know, of putting a guy like Jerry Rice and you know, but I, I don't think that there is anybody who has been greater at their position in the game of football. Um, and to see that come to an end is, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Well, only seven titles. I mean, yeah. ten Super Bowls though. Yep. Ten Super Bowls. It's he crazy. was literally in the Super Bowl every other year for two decades. We were doing Tom Brady facts yesterday. Um, he never played a where they were out of playoff contention ever in his career. What? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> are you kidding me no i've played ha- i've played a half a season out of playoff contention <laughs> well i was you know as the lions i was about to say half a career <laughs> but uh you know, oh my God. didn't want to be mean but yeah no he even this year you know they weren't that good but they never, made the playoffs yep. so never a snap never one time did he take a snap where they didn't have the playoffs in sight it's crazy all right sir uh, great talking to you. Next week, we'll we'll get your hot takes on the Super Bowl. Oh, I got hot takes, all right. <laughs> I know you do. That's why we have you on the final Football Friday next week with Joey Harrington. Thank you. We'll talk to you then. All right. See you guys. Uh, Joey Harrington, each Friday here at 5.30 on The Fan, is brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Coming up next in the club, Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> to shoot or not to shoot. <laughs> That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 